Welcome to This Week in Lotus. The weekly roundtable discussion of all things social, collaboration, technology and community. Here's your host, Stuart McIntyre. This Week in Lotus, episode 16 for Friday, 3rd September 2010. Lotus Quicker 8.5 revives. 200% performance hike, sweet new UI, Linux support. Is that all? Well, hello and welcome to episode 16 of This Week in Lotus, the weekly roundtable discussion of all things Lotus, social, collaboration, technology and community. Well, another week has passed by and after all the excitement of the Notes and Domino 852 release and the launch of Lotus Live Notes over the last month or so, we're now straight into another long-awaited product release, Lotus Quicker for Domino 8.5. Hopefully you should have all seen that on the um, on the blogs this week. And so this week, of course, we on the call, we want to dive into that into some detail. So we've got a very quicker-focused conversation going on with a mix of IBM, business partner, and customer input. First up, of course, we have uh, my co-host, Darren Duke. How are you, Darren? Hey, Stuart. I'm fine. That was a, a newsworthy week, wasn't it? It was indeed, yeah, plenty going on. We've had some quiet weeks over the last month or so. It's good to have a, a busy one going on again. Uh, yeah, some news was good, some news not so good. <laughs> we'll, we'll cover it all in this call if we can. So, um, first of all, Darren, um, we, we don't often mention your company or probably what you're working on. So, do, do you want to start off? We're obviously going to be talking about Quicker quite a lot this this week. What's your involvement in Quicker? What do you do with it for your organisation? Um, well, we're actually STS Simplified Technology Solutions. We're actually a quicker design partner on, on the Domino side, Quicker D, and we do a lot of implementations of Quicker for um, various customers. We've got a couple, quite a few law enforcement customers that use it, um, quite a few city governments that use it, and also one of our customers, Paraclete, today is on the call with Tom Tillery. So hopefully, he can maybe tell you what they use it for in, in their business. Um, I think in, in, in the secret document we have before we start the call, Rob said something that most customers find one thing they like about Quicker and that's what they hook on. And, and, and I think that's very true. So a lot of people use it for file sharing, a lot of people use it for intranet, and, and then they start to expand on that. So it's, it's kind of interesting to watch how Quicker takes off. It's kind of over the shoulder implementations. Absolutely. And then it's, it's interesting to see where it goes from there. Very often it's that the box solution that goes on to be much, much more. So on that subject, we'll bring in our first guest, which is um, David Kaimo, who's Senior Product Manager for Quicker, I believe, at IBM. How, hi there, David. Uh, good. Hello, everybody. Good morning. It's great to have you on the call. Thank you for, for joining us today. Do you want to run through what, what your role is um, with IBM and, and what your responsibility is for, for Quicker? Uh, sure. My uh, role at IBM is Senior Product Manager for Lotus Quicker. Um, I work in Lotus's or IBM's social software products group. Um, and I look after Lotus Quicker, um, our Quicker integration with enterprise content management offerings, um, dominant document manager for customers that are migrating off of that over to Quicker, um, and a couple of other new things that we have cooking in the labs. Terrific. Okay. Well, thank you for taking time out of what's been a very busy week, I'm sure, to, to join us on the call today. It's terrific to have you on. We also have um, somebody else very famous for his work with uh, with Lotus Quicker, at least famous in this community. It's Rob Novak of Snaps. Hi there, Rob. Good morning, Stuart. How are you? Good morning. Very, very good. Thank you. It's great to have you on. Sorry to get you up quite so early for yet another Friday. No problem. Seems like such a long time since our last chat. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> well, terrific to have you on the call today. And um, somebody else who's, who's very familiar with Lotus Quicker, does a lot of work with it for, for his company. It's Keith Brooks. Hi there, Keith. Hey, good morning, Stuart. Good morning. It's great to have you on the, on the call, I think, for the first time, isn't it? Uh, yes. I apologize for missing last week calendar scheduling problem <laughs> that's okay we should have this uh, calendar collaboration stuff sorted by now shouldn't we? <laughs> maybe one day anyway uh, do you want to run through uh, who do you work for keith and uh, what's your role with with that organization well I'm currently the cio at vanessa brooks incorporated here in south florida and director of services for the sas group we focus on the lotus um, infrastructure we basically focus on two pillars of the IBM stack, WebSphere and, Lo and Lotus, as well as doing a handful of BlackBerry servers for the few that still exist. 
excellent and plenty of years of working with quick place and quicker i know so it's great to have your input today and and last but definitely not least we have tom tillery of paraclete hi there tom Good morning, Stuart. Thanks for having me on. It's terrific to have you on. Um, you're obviously from an organisation that isn't uh, particularly well known in, in the in the Lotus you know, community, uh, and it's terrific to have you on for that very reason. You're a, a Lotus Quicker customer, I believe. Uh, yes, a Lotus Quicker customer that could not run his practice without Lotus Quicker. Wow, um, that's music to my ears. <laughs> Yeah, uh, we provide comprehensive planning across a variety of disciplines, tax, law, finance, and the sheer volume of material and documents uh, that have to be reviewed at each meeting uh, present both a logistical and security nightmare for transport. Uh, Quicker allows us to do all of that uh, on site with the customer's existing technology without having to transport documents. Awesome. That that's a really good uh, use case there. So terrific to have you on the call today. Please do jump in as and when uh, something comes up that has relevance to what you do with Quicker, and we'll certainly try to bring you in a little bit later on too. Um, Tom, I know you have to head off about halfway through the call, so um, so no problems at all there. We'll drop you out as and when required. So um, let's make a start. Obviously, with with the announcement this week, it was made I think on Tuesday. Hit the hit the wires in terms of an IBM formal announcement letter. Uh, it was covered on on many of the blogs um, and. And Quicker is going to be due for release in the next couple of weeks. So, David, that's probably an ideal chance to bring you in. Do you want to, do you want to run through what the announcement is, um, what's you know what what the major features of, of 8.5 are, and, and why customers should really be aware of this new release that's, that's been announced this week? Sure, happy to, Stuart. Thank you. Um, so you're right. We announced a Quicker 8.5 for Domino. Um, the specifics are that it will be uh, available EGA on September 13th. Uh, physical media will follow shortly after on October 6th. Uh, we will simultaneously ship all Group 1 and Group 2 languages, uh, with the notable exception of Baidai languages, Arabic and Hebrew. Uh, those will follow uh, in less than 90 days. Um, we're able to do that because of a, uh, some of the new features we put in there. One is uh, uh, multi-locale or multiple language support. Um, so we've done some work to enable one quicker server to serve up its UI in multiple languages, and it also helps us uh, speed up our translation and, and ship all our languages simultaneously. Uh, we've also done a lot of work on simplifying and streamlining the UI, as noted in the announcement letter. Uh, we focused a lot on our document library or content library uh, because it's the most commonly used component, so we spent lots of time and effort uh, streamlining that and making it even more uh, easy and intuitive to use. Uh, we spent quite a bit of time on our discussion forums. Uh, they're the second most commonly used component. Um, but the, the entire product has kind of received a, a freshening over the, uh, the UI and from a feature function perspective. I won't go into all the details right now because I could talk for the next hour and a half. Yeah, terrific. Okay, that's great. So, we, so there's some major dates we need to bear of. September 13th is is electronic um, GA, isn't it? General availability, and then October the 6th coming. Uh, and it's very notable. It's a, a very good selection of languages. I, I'll make sure we put them on the show notes. But all everything from Portuguese to Hebrew to Arabic to to Thai and so on, all, all available on the on October the 6th, which is a terrific story, I think. So. Um, so we've got 8.5 now. Previous version was 8.2. Um, there's some really good stuff that's new in 8.5. David, do you want to cover off um, you know, what, what are the major points why an 8.2 customer would, would want to know about 8.5 and look to upgrade? Uh, well, we've done quite a bit of work to re-architect the UI. So we didn't just clean it up. We've actually re-architected the UI um, into sort of a widget-based UI, um, which is going to uh, render lots of performance improvements. Uh, in our labs and our testing, we're seeing uh, an over 200% increase in transactions per second on the server, uh, which is very good news. Uh, we've done a lot of work, as I said before, to clean up and streamline the document library, but also to simplify the functionality that's there. Um, we've heard from customers that uh, they liked our versioning, but it was a little bit difficult to find and use. We've cleaned that up, made it easier to use, promoted it to be uh, a lot more visible. Um, so versioning is uh, dramatically improved in, in 8.5. Uh, we now have comments on documents, so you can comment directly in the context of a document uh, and carry on an actual discussion thread around the document. Um, uh, discussion forums are a lot easier to use. Uh, you can do actually more in them now. Um, we've got added support for uh, 
a wider variety of, of uh, operating systems and our connectors. Uh, so we've kind of expanded our non-functionals, but we've added some capability there. Um, chief among them in the connectors is the, avail is the ability to prompt for required metadata. So if I'm saving a document to Quicker, uh, or if I'm using the Quicker connectors to connect to an enterprise content management system, um, if that document has required metadata, uh, we'll prompt for that. Uh, that brings us to another uh, big area is support for enterprise content management integration. So Quicker for uh, Webster Portal uh, has had that ability for a little while now. We've actually added that to Lotus Quicker for Domino. Um, so you can now uh, migrate content from Quicker over to an enterprise content management system. Um, but we also added another new capability, which is something that we call our, our custom library widget. And it's actually an iWidget that you can add uh, in Lotus Quicker that gives you a real-time view or a real-time window into an enterprise content management system. So you can be working in the Quicker browser UI, still have the context of that team or that team place or project um, that helps, uh, as well as all of your other collaborative content like the team calendar, um, you know, discussion forums, task management, all of those things. Uh, but store your content uh, in an enterprise content management system and still have full access to it. I can open, edit, read, view, um, copy, move, rename, delete, submit to a workflow process, all of those kind of things from the Quicker browser UI, even though the, the content physically resides in an enterprise content management system. And, and, and just to clarify, Dave, this is, this is Darren. Um, when, when we talk about enterprise content management, ECM, we're, we're talking about things like FileNet and Alfresco, correct? Right, so we actually provide the integration with IBM's enterprise content management offerings, which are namely IBM Content Manager 8 or CM8 um, and IBM's FileNet P8 Content Manager. We refer to them as P8 and CM8. Um, so that comes out of the box um, if you're a quicker and a P8 or CM8 customer. Um, uh, the good folks at Alfresco also provided some integration. So if you're a quicker customer that's using Alfresco, um, you can have the same level of integration with Alfresco. Uh, and we have a, another partner, Infosys, that has a product called Helix that provides the same level of integration with third-party systems like EMC's Documentum and OpenText. Terrific, and, and that's clearly that's clearly a really good use case for for Quicker, isn't it? Is to bring those very sort of um, well architected but very uh, robust and sometimes difficult to use content management systems into the sort of social web, if you like, and make them easy for users to use. And very bland. Yeah, we've had. We've heard a lot of uh, our customers requesting the information. It kind of breaks down into two camps. Those who want to use Quicker to kind of start a document and, and iterate on it and uh, then move only selected content over to their enterprise content management system, things they call enterprise assets or documents of record. Um, they want to take out of Quicker and move over to an ECM system, and we actually support that use case. It's kind of what we refer to as our side-by-side -side scenario. Uh, and then there are other customers who say, you know, I want to store almost everything or everything in my enterprise content management system, and we support that uh, that use case also through this custom library widget. Um, and as I said before, you can be working in the Quicker browser UI or in the Quicker connectors, because in uh, in both cases uh, you have full access to and, and can manipulate your content in your enterprise content management system, either from the browser UI or from the Quicker connectors. And and, and isn't this the first release also to, at least at some level, integrate with X-Pages? Um, yes, we started to kind of X-Pageify um, our application, if you will. Uh, we're working on uh, something that's not in this release yet, uh, but one of the things that, that uh, we had started working on uh, was something that we called a quicker development kit that would expose some of our components uh, and capabilities as X-Pages controls. It's not in 8.5 yet. That's a post-8.5 feature. And Rob, um, you know, of that great long list of new features, which is just terrific to hear about, I think it's obviously it's obvious that 8.5 has moved a long way forward. Um, you know, what, what will your customers be most interested in from that list? Are there any, any things there that really perk up your ears as a developer and as a, a customizer for Quicker that, that you can use to make your customers' uh, environments even better? Oh, definitely. I, I, I think we're really looking at the new development environment as uh, a big opportunity in terms of a business partner, but for customers, um, the development cycle is going to be shorter. The possibilities are greater by 500% than what we've seen in the past. You know, we've been doing quicker development for 10 years and 
it is just blown out of the water, 8.5, what we have been able to do before, just because the foundation underneath it, the, the change behind the glass. If you, if you sit there and, you know, we have, Dave mentioned a new UI. If you look at a, uh, a Quick Rate 2 on one monitor and a Quick Rate 5 on another monitor, the changes are subtle um, at the glass. But right behind that, there are just the most significant architectural change in the product ever. And by ever, I mean since 1.0 shipped on March 30th of 99. Um, there's been no more advancement, uh, no more significant advancement in Quicker's 12-year history than what 8.5 brings to us. So as developers, we're really excited about it. As administrators, we're really excited about it. Um, and we're very excited about using the widget extension module, uh, widget, widget extension concept to be able to bring new solutions to customers. Tom, as, as a customer, is there anything in that list that David's given us that, that really excites you, that you think you can, you can bring into your organization and, and really use within Quicker 8.5? Well, actually, we're looking forward uh, to the upgrades. Uh, I felt as if we pushed it uh, almost as hard as we can. Uh, again, our, our practice is, is heavily Quicker dependent uh, because of the volume of documents that we use. Um, the speed and the flexibility of the next generation uh, can only enhance our practice. Uh, document drafting uh, online with individuals in various locations is critical for what we do. And we think these upgrades will help facilitate that, Stuart. And I'll, I'll maybe touch on, a, on, on something else that I think is, is going to help Paraclete and Tom and all, also our law enforcement customers is uh, we, we were at last able to forego the nasty heritage of ActiveX. So one of the problems we see with financial and, and, and law, anything, anything where we have regulation, is we've usually got a lockdown browser that we have a lot of problems with ActiveX on. And, and I know with, with Tom, we've worked on a, on a couple of Tom's customers who utilize the Paraclete place to access their content. If, if they're on a lockdown computer, the ActiveX is, is always a place where we kind of trip up. So I am very excited, both for me and my ability to sleep at night and also for Tom, but that ActiveX is, is, is all but gone from a normal, quicker use case scenario. It's only, uh, and, and Rob and Keith can touch on this later on, but I think it's only the developers now that would have ActiveX to upload things like play spots on, on the development side. But from a normal user standpoint, no ActiveX is definitely the way to go. This is definitely a way to, to this is a reason for everybody to upgrade, even if you don't need the new features, even if you don't need the re-architected, even if you don't need the subtle UI, no ActiveX is the way to go. It's definitely a big hit. This is Rob again. Uh, definitely a big hit. I have a, a client with uh, an extranet, and if you can imagine, there are three to four thousand customers, twenty, thirty thousand users around the world, and having to have ActiveX managed, installed, turned on, turned off at different sites, at different companies around the world, this is a huge hit for them. I mean, we, we had to build little widget-based, um, you know, one-click turn ActiveX on and off type of things for them uh, just so that customers could use the product uh, when it had ActiveX uh, pervasive throughout the product. So uh, with 8.5, having to remove that for almost every user, that's a great thing. And we um, we're looking forward to it. I do not mind as a development shop having to use ActiveX for the themes and the play spots. I understand the architecture for uh, for something like themes where you need to pull in multiple multiple files in a file structure and and how ActiveX handles that. Um, but for the end user, it's a absolutely great thing and. Uh, I have to go from that to what is replaced um, by ActiveX, and and that is the uh, the key view viewer that's been sort of a component of Lotus Notes for quite a long time. And that is when you you know go in the Notes client and you view something, 
you're invoking a, a key view viewer. Um, and key view, if you want to go ahead and Google that, you'll find out what it is, but it's a viewer that shows um, in line up to 800 different kinds of documents. And what we've been able to do, or what uh, IBM's been able to do by uh, integrating KeyView into Quicker, is to let you do what you used to have to use ActiveX for, which is to import a document and let it be viewable inline in HTML on the web with this KeyView uh, viewer. So, yesterday, just for fun, on my Mac, I took uh, the release notes for uh, a service pack for Quicker that were in a Word document that was generated on a Windows machine. In my Mac, I imported it into um, into Quicker 8.5, uh, latest code drop, and was able to view it inline right there. So it, it's an absolutely um, wonderful way of replacing <coughs> the old import utility. I, th I think yeah, you're absolutely uh, right. It could, it could be a massive change for people to, to get away from the sort of Windows and, and IE-centric model of, of accessing quicker to something that's a bit more open and, and uh, you yeah, know, usable by everybody. Sorry, David, you, you were going to say? I was just going to say, yeah, the Quebec uh, uh, control was used for that. But we also used it to do the kind of nice, simple, round-trip editing of documents. So when you open up a document from the browser UI, uh, launch it into an application, edit it, close out, and automatically send it back to the server. We were relying on the ActiveX control to do that before, uh, and now we leverage quicker connectors to do that. So um, you, you do still get the, the nice round-trip capability, even though you don't have the ActiveX control. Um, and this was one of the most commonly requested features. So it's kind of nice to see that everybody appreciates that. And one of the uh, most anticipated new features, quote unquote, in Quicker 8.5 is something we took out of the product. <laughs> okay, and and one of the other new product, new uh, features is lists as well. Do you want to run through what what lists give us within Quicker, David? Sure. Um, so we've heard from a, a number of our customers uh, that, oh, my users have seen lists in SharePoint. I can't give them a, an offering that doesn't have that capability. Um, and what a lot of customers didn't realize before was they already had an ability to, to do you know, something very much like that. Uh, we just didn't call it lists. We call them custom forms. And you can go in and create a custom form, You know, put uh, your fields and your metadata values down in there, create views uh, to display the forms once they're filled out. Um, but they were a little bit difficult to find. Um, so what we did was we actually kind of promoted that, made that more of a first-class citizen, called them lists because that's what people expected them to be called. Um, but essentially what you have is a very easy way to create lists, ways for users to create and share structured data or columnar data. Um, so you can just with a browser go in and create a list to find different field types. Um, uh, and create your lists, and then by, we created the fall. You can also go in and customize your view, move around, choose which of those fields from your list you want to display in the view, change column widths, all of those kind of things. Um, but it lets you very easily, with nothing more than a, a mouse and a browser, create your custom list. Um, if you don't want to create one from scratch, we also have the ability to kind of jumpstart or pre-populate a list uh, simply by importing a spreadsheet. Um, so if you have content, uh, structured content in a spreadsheet, you can simply import that, whether it's a, a Microsoft Excel or a Symfony spreadsheet. We also do CSV files. Um, but we'll pull that file in, parse it, create a list for you automatically. Um, you can edit one line or one entry at a time, where you can put the entire list into edit mode and edit any of the fields in the list. Uh, save it, and if you'd like, when you're done, if you'd like to make it a little bit more portable, um, you can even dump it back out to a spreadsheet or another CSV file. Okay, it's terrific. And I, I saw a demonstration of this on, on a call I was on earlier on this week where it just imported a, a spreadsheet and it automatically created the list. You can customize it and so on. It, it really is a tremendous utility. And I guess, you know, for anybody competing with um, with SharePoint, I, th I think that's a, a terrific feature to have in the arsenal. It's nice because you don't have to create separate standalone files and share the files and rely on having an editor that can open a spreadsheet file. Just work on structured or columnar data. So all you need is a is a browser. 
Okay, David, um, one of the things that uh, I'm sure most of us partners get involved in fairly regularly is talking to customers that already have an element of SharePoint in their environment. Um, maybe it's it's across the enterprise, but more than likely it's just been um, deployed in, in a department or a remote office or somewhere. <coughs> what what would be your, your sort of list of reasons why a customer in that kind of situation should be considering Quicker 8.5? Um, you know, maybe you can run through what the competitive advantages of Quicker are in that type of environment. Sure. Um, one of our chief design goals for Quicker was to fit into a customer's existing environment. We still provide you know, our, our full functional set, um, no matter uh, what version of Windows you're running on, either on the desktop or on the server. Um, we don't force an upgrade to the latest and greatest uh, everything in your organization um, just to get good functionality. Um, the other nice thing is we don't even force you to run Windows. If you want to run uh, another operating system, we've got you covered there. Um, one of the other new things we introduced in Quicker 8.5 for Domino was the ability to run on a SUSE Linux server, uh, which also helps drive down TCO. Um, we also, from the outset, uh, decided that Quicker should fit into the way users already do work or go about performing their daily job, um, and that it should just be a natural extension of what you already do. Um, one of the most visible uh, displays of that are the Quicker connectors, which let you access your Quicker content from a variety of popular applications. So yes, you can get to them through Microsoft Office. Um, you can also get to them through Lotus Symphony. Um, but we have uh, connectors for uh, Microsoft Outlook, but also for Lotus Notes. So if you're running a Notes 8 client, we have a quicker connector that plugs right into the Notes 8 sidebar, um, lets you drag and drop content from a quicker place into an outgoing email. You can simply drag and drop a link so you don't have to actually send large documents around. Um, one of the other nice things we do with our quicker connector is intercept outgoing attachments. So rather than shotgunning a 30 meg attachment out to you know, a, a large collection of people, um, we'll intercept that outgoing attachment and pop up a little dialog and say, do you really want to send that, that, that big attachment to these people, or would you rather store it in a team place and just send a link to people? Um, so it's that notion of kind of openness, um, choice and flexibility in your infrastructure, um, but also bringing the collaborative services naturally to hand, um, whether you're working in notes or also something like same time, where I spend more and more of my day lately. Um, I can share documents simply by you know, dragging and dropping a link into an ongoing same time chat. Um, so that notion of, kind of seamless and fluid access to your content from just about anywhere. That is a, a, a valid point that you know, it is multi-platform, and, and I remember a couple of months ago, I think it was Rob actually tweeted that uh, I'm now running a, a quicker Domino server on Linux, and I think I saw a, a lot of replies about that. Um, so I think it's actually intriguing now to be able to use quicker Domino on, on, on Linux and then completely get away from Windows. Mm -hmm. um, and then with, with Symfony, I can go to an almost, well, not an almost, a, a, an actual zero uh, zero Microsoft software with maybe the exception of Windows, which kind of leads me back to a question, Dave. Um, obviously, with the prevalence of Macs, both on this call, you know, Rob, Stuart, at least both in Macs and inside of IBM, uh, what's, what's the status currently of the union on connectors for the Mac? Yeah, that's another thing that was, that was uh, very frequently requested by customers that we just weren't able to contain in the 8.5 release. Um, as Rob had said before, and I think Darren also, um, you mentioned that this is a very large release. There's a lot of stuff in 8.5. Um, and if you look back, it's, uh, we brought it to market in just over a year. Uh, you know, it's been a little more than a year since our 8.2 release, and we jammed a lot of stuff in here. Um, Mac support for the connectors just wasn't something we were able to contain. Uh, we are looking at bringing out another release of the, of the uh, quicker connectors. Um, we don't have a specific release date for it yet. We're targeting uh, sometime in the first half of 2011, but we don't have uh, a final plan for that with, a, with an exact ship date yet. But we're looking at um, full 64-bit support for Windows Desktop. Uh, right now, we'll run in 32-bit toleration mode if you're running something like Windows 7 64. Um, and we're also looking at providing uh, Mac support. Um, so uh, in the meantime, uh, I'll give a little plug out to, to Snaps here. Um, Rob and his guys at Snaps have created uh, Panda Bear, which is an Adobe Air-based client that you can run on the Mac, which gives you kind of that drag-and-drop capability. It's, a, it's another connector, uh, if you will, for Lotus Quicker. And the other thing that uh, 
uh, we've developed internally that uh, I think is also available up in the Quicker Wiki is a plugin for Firefox, uh, which gives you sort of a Firefox connector for Lotus Quicker. And that kind of points out one of the other strengths is the openness and the ability to develop your own connectors or your own clients for Lotus Quicker using our, our uh, uh, Rust-based Quicker content services. So in the, yeah, we're working to get you a Mac client. In the meantime, you do have a couple of alternatives. So, so let me ask another controversial question then. What, what are we looking at as far as Office 2010 support? Uh, that's also something that's really high on the list for the next version of the connectors. And are we looking at first half of 2011 for that as well? Yes. Okay. Right. Good straight answers. I always like that. And on, on the Linux support, while we're zeroing in on some of the new features, what, what versions of Linux and, and versions are you supporting for that? Oh, you know, it's been so long since I was looking at the uh, non-functional specs. I think it's Les 10... Um, I don't know the exact release numbers. I'd actually have to go back and double check. I, yeah, I think, Stuart, um, I, 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 I think it's the same stuff that uh, Domino's certified the run on. So I think it's Rob. Tell me if I'm wrong, but I think it's eight Domino eight five one fix pack two. Uh, three and uh, they and and Dave was right. It was less ten uh, as the official like certified version. But we have gone ahead and installed it on um, on Ubuntu eight. 04 and Red Hat Linux as well, without any problems. Um, maybe a, maybe a restart required, but um, we've done that as well. And not that you're gonna you're gonna be able to necessarily call and get support on that, but uh, we haven't had any issues with that. Um, what I'd like to point out about Linux support from a development environment, it's great. Um, obviously, we have to maintain maybe one or two. Uh, Windows versions and servers in our environment just because we have clients with Windows servers uh, that'll be on those Windows 2003 and, and 2008 servers for a long time and we have to sort of uh, understand and, and debug the interactions between Windows and Domino and Quicker for them um, but we have an environment with 15, 18 Quicker servers in it in our labs so we'll be able to take most of those to Linux. And thank you for that, Dave, because uh, that's a lot less money going to Microsoft. And, 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 I, I, and I want to echo that. I've, I've got several customers, of, of which Paraclete is one, and Tom had to drop off because he has a prior engagement. But, but Paraclete, we're actually waiting to upgrade their quicker service so we can move them from Windows, stop burning a Windows car, and, and move their entire quicker and mail environment, which is Domino as well, onto Linux. And we've got a couple of law enforcement customers that that is going to be on the schedule either Q4, Q1 of next year. So I, I echo Rob, you know, thanks to, thanks to IBM for, for making this possible. Uh, you know, being able to go in there and, and install a SLES server, then Domino 851, and then quicker 85 on top of that is, is nothing short of amazing. And I, I also think with the Traveller announcement in 8.5.2 that's now gone Linux as well, yeah. it's almost like, you know, from a Lotus point of view, we're covered now. We, we can go with Linux across the board. In fact, the only thing that's really keeping customers I know of on, on Windows now is Bez, you know, which with the Traveller alternative, I, I think it's really going to hit rim quite hard with, with Domino customers because I can't see any other reason why you would choose to pay the money to Microsoft for the Windows licenses. Yeah, and we need to, at some point we need to, call, we need to do a twill on that because Bez has been on the radar for a while and we just never get round to it. So I was at the bottom of the list. <laughs> now, just to geek out for a minute here, um, again, in the, the, the Linux support, um, it's sort of in conjunction with that, uh, IBM started making available to us some hooks into quicker events back in uh, 8.1, 8.2. And actually, they've been around for a very long time, these hooks. But uh, these, these are things that happen when something happens in Quicker. So you publish a document, you create a room, you create a place. And you could hook into that before, but you had to use the C API um, on Windows. And now that the hooks are able to be done with you know, databases and skills that you have with LotusScript and Java, you can make interesting things happen. Um, when events fire in quicker just by using um, uh, existing skill sets and if you know what these events are and they're published out on the quicker wiki um, you can do some really interesting things like uh, I'll say for instance uh, one customer recently had a requirement that although they had 
um, more than 100 countries serviced by their quicker environment. One country had a requirement to add a disclaimer to the bottom of all the outgoing emails. And we're able to hook that mail send uh, um, the event that was fired when quicker made notifications and do that. And we can do that in Linux now, too. So um, we don't need CAPI skills for notes uh, as developers anymore. We can do this uh, hook type thing for any platform. And, and that's a big plus. Awesome. And and one of the other big things that's happening in 8.5 is, I believe, some performance improvements. And I was one of the people who was astounded by Quicker 8.2, and that came out in terms of a big leap forward in performance. Um, have you done more work in that area, David, with uh, with 8.5? We have. Uh, the, the performance improvements in 8.2 were more, um, more focused on uh, response time, you know, sending stuff down to the browser and having it show up quickly. Uh, we... we we're we're hearing an average of about a 35% improvement across the board in the in the UI. Um, I know Rob had published one of the Snaps newsletters a while ago and cited a 206%, I think it was, uh, performance improvement in page loads. Uh, in 8.5, we focused on uh, scalability in terms of throughput. Um, so as I said before, we're we're seeing a more than a, a twofold improvement in transactions per second. Um, which again kind of goes to driving down TCO. So you can run your uh, quicker stack on Linux, um, and you can actually support um, you know, more users, a bigger user population on that machine. You know, it's a something like two and a quarter fold uh, improvement in transactions per second. So uh, quite a bit of, uh, of enhancement there, and a lot of that's due to the re-architected UI, just making services calls back to the server and not having to do complete round trips with page refreshes in the browser. That's terrific. I, I think it's really impressive, and I, I've seen it in the, the code drops, but I believe that the GA is going to be even, even quicker in that area. So that's terrific news. Um, so, so let's move on a, a little bit. It, when when Quicker 8.0 uh, was, was announced back in 2007, one of the, the major sort of announcement features of it was that it, there was a personal edition, which then became Quicker Entry when it when it actually came out a, bit, a little bit later on. Um, I, I understand that's been dropped in, in 8.5. Can you talk through that um, that decision a little bit, David? Sure. Um, quicker entry um, was actually a separate offering. Um, we refer to that ability as a personal file sharing template because uh, that capability was also in the, the standard version of Lotus Quicker. And it really grew out of uh, us analyzing our own usage of Quicker internally at IBM. Um, we have a kind of a sandbox environment that we call TAP, our technology adoption program. Uh, and as we were developing quicker, we put early releases up on this TAP environment and kind of opened it up to any of the 400,000-plus employees of IBM. You could come in and do whatever you wanted with it. And we noticed uh, kind of a trend was that people would create a place uh, and go in and call it Dave's Place or Dave's Library. And they would use it to store content on a server so that it would be, that it would be backed up, but also as a convenient means for sharing content with other people so they didn't have to email it around. So we actually took that and turned that, you know, researched it a little bit more um, and fleshed it out as its own particular use case. And we developed Quicker Entry, which was a template designed to facilitate that sort of personal file sharing and small ad hoc group collaboration. Um, and it was something that, that customers, you know, uh, told us that they were very interested in. Um, the first release um, we put out there, we as a, a kind of test environment, if you will. Um, we got some feedback that it needed a couple more capabilities like folder support uh, and more granular access controls on the documents that you put up there. Um, in the meantime, we had begun developing the same use case um, on a different architecture, and that was ready to go. The first ship vehicle that we had for that was Lotus Connection. So we actually shipped it as the files component of Lotus Connection, and it addressed the same use case, personal file sharing and small group ad hoc collaboration, what I often refer to as you, me, and another guy collaboration. I don't normally need the overhead of a whole team place and the rigor and structure that that provides or the context of a team or a project. I just want to share a document with maybe Rob and Darren, and it's going to be short-lived. We just have to edit this one document together, and Connections Files addresses that very well. So we found ourselves with two offerings to address the same need, um, the personal file sharing template in Quicker and the Quicker Entry uh, kind of uh, 
subset of Quicker uh, and connections file. And in talking with our customers, um, they really like the functionality in, in connections files. So we decided that that would be the uh, kind of strategic personal file sharing solution going forward, and we decided to retire Quicker Entry. Now, one important thing to note, um, Quicker Entry ran on Quicker 8.2. Uh, so if you're running Quicker 8.2 and you have these entry places or these personal file sharing places, you can continue to run them on Quicker 8.2. Um, they're not supported on an 8.5 server, so you would need to keep an 8.2 server around to, to run those. Um, if you'd like, however, you can deploy connections files capability because every Quicker customer that's on active maintenance uh, is entitled to both the files and the wiki components of Lotus Connections. Um, so you do have that other ability. If you want to move up to a quicker 8.5 infrastructure and you don't want to have an 8.2 server uh, in your environment, you can deploy connections files. It's, a, it's an entitlement to all customers on maintenance uh, and do your personal file sharing and that ad hoc small group collaboration using connections files. And, and just to be clear, this the, 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 the connections file entitlement is for full fully licensed Quicker customers and Quicker Entry was available to Lotus Notes customers, correct? That is true. So that was uh, one thing that we did was we entitled Notes customers to the Quicker Entry 8.2 offering. Um, and if you're in that situation, if you received Quicker Entry as an entitlement because you're a Notes customer, um, you can continue to run that going forward, but it's not something that we're going to take forward as an 8.5 offering. Hey, <clears throat> David, if... Um, I mean, one theory is, you know, it was nice everyone was doing that, but how is that really much different than just putting stuff in a notes database in some respect for people? Um, from a, addressing the use case, you can do that in a notes database. One of the differences was that the quicker entry places were fully accessible via the quicker connectors. Um, so you didn't have to open up your notes client to go access a document and share it with users uh, and hope they had a notes client or hope that your Domino server had you know, the HTTP service turned on. Um, so this was something that was specifically built to address that personal file sharing use case. It was also accessible from the connectors. Uh, one of those connectors, you know, one of the most popular ones, is Windows Explorer. Um, so I could go in and see my you know, uh, personal file shares um, as, you know, kind of virtually as uh, you know, network resources up there. I could simply drag and drop in Windows Explorer. So it was a little bit different because we supported the quicker connectors uh, and Notes databases don't yet support those. Right. Would then the alternative for people going forward, um, would it be like Lotus Live Engage? Uh, Lotus Live, yes. There's a, a files capability up there if you'd like to do it in the cloud instead of on-prem. That's certainly one option. Uh, the other is you could do it on-prem using connections files. Um, a third option is you could continue to use Quicker uh, and use a regular Quicker team place to do that. Um, that's what we saw here. It doesn't uh, address that use case as, as kind of what I'll say perfectly or naturally as a Quicker entry place would. Um, but it's certainly something that you can do, and that's what we saw our users kind of beginning to do organically uh, within IBM. And this is Rob. I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that you, uh, with Quicker's customization capabilities, you could, in fact, strip down the Quicker 8.5 place capabilities to almost match the uh, the Quicker entry template. Um, and you could add a few things into it as well that quicker entry customers have been asking for for um, for a couple of years, like folders and so on and so forth. If you if you if you do have a license for quicker and you want to use it for the same purpose that IBM found uh, before they developed the whole thing, um, a customization to the full blown quicker template is definitely a possibility. That's true. It's easier to uh, go in and customize now. You can actually eliminate any of the functionality that you don't need. Um, the document library in the standard quicker place now has you know, more and better capability than we had back in 8.2. Uh, and Rob mentioned folders, and that kind of brings us back to one of the new features in 8.5 is folder level access control. Uh, so now instead of requiring a room in a place, if you wanted to um, limit access to some portion of the content in that place, um, you can just put an ACL on a folder. So that kind of simplifies the use case there, and it gives you, uh, again, more granular access level control. And, and also, also 
And also another feature is is the ability for non-managers to create folders. That's true. It's another thing. You don't have to be a manager to create a folder now. That's right. So a question for Rob then. You, you've probably got uh, more quicker customers than, than the other partners on this call have. Uh, have you got any customers that have deployed entries? Do you see dropping this as being a big issue? Or, or do you just think it's going to push people to maybe look at better alternatives to the, to the entry uh, solution? Personally, I haven't seen a huge footprint of quicker entry, um, mostly because we work in the enterprise market and it's it's not been something that I've seen a lot of in enterprise deployments. Um, but those that have uh, for the simple file share capability, I mean, I've, we've gone through it sort of circularly, but there are three options. You can keep a quicker A2 server. If you're a really small shop, you might as well just throw it on your Domino server and have it there. And then expand out, have another server for Quicker 8.5 for full team collaboration capabilities or an extranet or an intranet or something like that. Um, a second option is uh, to deploy the connector's files, uh, which is an entitlement for Quicker uh, fully licensed customers. And then the third option would be to, if you're just starting out and you want to do something like Quicker Entry, is to take the Quicker um, capabilities and strip out what you don't need and add in what you do need um, with customization. So, you know, for file sharing, obviously there's a, a few things that you wouldn't necessarily need, like a, a forum or a calendar or a task list. So you can just t turn those things off and, uh, and make it... Uh, into a pseudo quicker entry, sort of a, a, a super quicker entry place, um, but just fully licensed. And then, of course, you can use quicker for the other purposes and the, the more full blown and customized business process automation type of things as well. Okay, and D Darren, can you see yourself doing a lot of eight five upgrades in the in the next couple of months? Do you think customers are going to rush to get to eight five? Oh, yes. I mean, the, the lack of ActiveX and the ability for non-managers to create folders, it, it always struck them as a bit weird. Because historically, most of our quicker customers are, are Domino customers as well. So they understand the, the seven levels of access control in Domino and have never understood why do I need to be a manager to create a folder? Because that means I can also delete the place. <laughs> so that's... That's kind of always com confused them and concerned them. And I think lowering that and adding in folder ACLs and as Rob said, the key view, I think the key view has, has not really been touched on. And I, I blogged about it a couple of days ago. And, and like Rob said, I, I, can, I can now be platform independent and still view things like PDF, Excel spreadsheets, ODF presentations without needing the underlying application installed on my machine. That's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and, and so looking at how you upgrade, uh, my understanding is that from 8.2, it's an in-place upgrade, Dave. Is that correct? That's correct. You can actually just do an in-place upgrade and pull all your places from 8.2 to 8.5 and gain new capabilities. We, we do have a, um, a document that we're uh, going to publish, I think, concurrent with the uh, general availability of the product that talks about upgrade considerations. So if you've done uh, customizations of this type, here are things that you need to, to be aware of, and also just discusses how certain elements from previous releases will migrate over to 8.5. So if you've got you know, a custom form from 8.2, um, what happens to that when you upgrade to 8.5? So there's some kind of you know, component mapping in there uh, and just some general considerations to think of before you do your upgrade. But uh, for many, if not most customers, it will be just a straightforward in-place upgrade. Brilliant. And um, just just a last question on Quicker 8.5. Something that um, was was made a big thing of at Lotusphere this year was was Project Vulcan and how the vision going forward is that we're going to have all these products coming closer together. Um, can you talk through sort of where 8.5 is on on that? Are, are you kind of moving towards some of the other products? Have you got that in mind for what comes after 8.5 in terms of of moving towards this this Project Vulcan vision? Uh, we do. Um, so that's one of the other things that I'm working on. Uh, it's probably my eighth job uh, these days at, at IBM is Project Vulcan. So I'm, I'm one of a very large team that's working on Project Vulcan. But the, the Vulcanization of a lot of the uh, offerings from the Lotus brand at IBM is you know, kind of a, an ongoing thing. Um, you can see some evidence of that with the kind of enhanced UI, the widgetization or the widgetizing of the quicker UI, which will make it easier to um, kind of reconstruct or deconstruct our UI. 
uh, and reconstruct it in other ways. So kind of mix and match or do mashups or uh, um, you know, uh, give customers the ability to, to very easily customize these things and assemble them with other components and other services. Uh, in a client UI. So we've taken the, the, the very first steps of going down the, the Vulkan route with Quicker 8.5. Um, and as we begin to look at what we're going to do in the next release, um, the Vulkan requirements will weigh heavily in the roadmap for that next release. Brilliant. Thank you. And, and Rob, just to wrap up the Quicker topic, if customers wanted to find out a little bit more about Quicker 8.5 over the next, say, two to three weeks, is there anywhere they could go to do that? Oh, my goodness. Is that a leading question or what? <laughs> Thanks, Stuart. Of course, uh, Collaboration University is the quicker and same-time conference uh, going on its fifth year, 11th and 12th installations, and we are covering exclusively Quicker 8.5 um, and primarily the domino side. So um, we have that coming up in London on the 21st through 23rd, which is a Tuesday through Thursday, September. And then flying home very quickly, doing the laundry, and then going to Chicago for the 27th through 29th, which is the following Monday through Wednesday. And uh, collaborationuniversity.com has a full list of our sessions, and we're covering everything soup to nuts from uh, the intro for new users, which every developer and administrator and manager needs to understand all of these features that we've been talking about on the podcast, to uh, the more deep uh, development and administration uh, topics. Okay, tremendous. So all the details there from collaborationuniversity.com. It's well recommended. So on to the other big topic of this week, and I'll, I'll pass this over to Darren because you've, you've been more involved with it than I have, and that's um, an issue with the, the new, newly released Lotus Domino 8.5.2. Um, Darren, do you want to just cover up what, what the issue is and, and where we are with it? Yeah, I think if IBM could time travel, the 8.5.2 release would have been turned quite significantly different. Um, so as anyone who has upgraded to 8.5.2 has probably found, uh, there is an SMTP bug on the SMTP listener task where a message of a specific format, and I don't know what the specific format is, I've just heard the word quote-unquote specific format bandied around, that it will cause the SMTP task to pretty much hit 90%, never come down and never send email into the router. So it's a specific SMTP listener problem. If an email comes in of a format, it effectively renders the SMTP listener task useless and no more SMTP mail will be delivered to, delivered to the 852 server. That's the problem in a nutshell. Now, some people may not see the issue, um, mainly because it looks like it's a specific format. I have a couple of clients that we were doing a weekend upgrade on that got hit by it within 20 minutes of upgrading the server 852, which is how we found it. Um, there is a workaround, um, and I posted it on my blog, and what we did for this customer, they went from 801 to 852, so going back to 851 was not an option because we never had an 851 server. We just fired up a virtual machine, installed 851 on that virtual machine, made it the SMTP inbound server, and then used notes routing between 851 and 852, and that get rid of this, the, the problem. Their, their server's now been up for, for probably a better part of a week now, yeah, a week today, and we haven't seen the problem. IBM have a hotfix, uh, but we saw the hotfix pop out for this customer, which was AIX64, I think it was the day before yesterday, so the hotfix took a couple of days to get to us, so we had to have another workaround. Um, you can probably PMR it and get the hotfix. Uh, it's also going to be posted on Fix Central. I think it's September 8th, and then it's That's also right. going to be part of 852 fixed back 1, right. which is due sometime in Q4, yeah. Okay, so, so there's, there's a workaround and there's also um, a proper fix that's coming out. So, I mean, do you, do you think people should hold off upgrading to 852 until that is, is out and been tested? I, I think you have to. If, if you have an SMTP server in your domain and that SMTP server is 852, it is only a matter of time before you will get hit with a bug. Okay, so so very good advice there to to hold off for sure for now and get hold of that fix as soon as possible. Um, 
Uh, so I, I think that's probably covered. We'll make sure we've got the links for um, both the fix and, and the uh, the tech note that's come off, and there's some blog posts as well about the issue. Make sure they're in the show notes. But hopefully everybody that's that's you know part of Planet Lotus and so on should should be aware of that by now. Um, the other thing I wanted to cover quickly before we close is user groups. Um, yet again, it's been a busy month for for user groups. Uh, Keith, I think you were at MW Lug last month. Uh, I was at MW Lug two weeks ago. Exactly, we were in Cleveland. And um, Richard Moy, Greg Eldred, and uh, I think it's like seven lugs from the Midwest all get together and do this every year. Uh, it's very different feeling from um, some of the other conferences. It's you know a lot more user group like. It's a little more sociable, a little less strict about timing as far as people must go to a session. It's more about getting together and really enjoying. Um, seeing everybody as well as, um, in our case, getting to hang out with a bunch of bloggers, meet other people from Twitter, uh, and even the business partners. You know, we all got to go out, you know, have enjoy ourselves, talk to customers, and it really was a lot of customers, which was great. And was there a good turnout this year? They had a, I believe it was about 30% more people than last year. Tremendous. Uh, Cleveland, was, Cleveland was great. Uh, I think next year we're in Milwaukee, Roughly, I think it's August 25th and 26th. Okay, great. We'll make sure that makes it into the calendar so people are aware of that for next year. Um, and the, the next one is, is there's a, a user group next week, which I'm attending, the Netherlands user group. Um, but it's well worth checking that out if you're into the Benelux area. Uh, some really good speakers at that. Paul Mooney, Bill Buchan uh, in the same building at the same time. Always always something to, to watch out for. Um, and people like Gab Davis are there and, and numerous other people. Chris Reckling from uh, IBM is doing the keynote of that. Uh, and also Suzanne Livingston is presenting on, on Connections 3.0. So that's definitely one to watch out for. If, if you're not already registered for that i think they do have some spaces so that's worth um worth uh getting getting into if you possibly can that's next thursday and friday the 9th and 10th i think of september so that brings us to the end of our news stories and we'll have more of a generic sort of news um podcast next week we'll, we'll cover some of the other things that have come up this week but that's all we've got time for this week so we'll move on to tips now um i'm not sure whether david's got one ready i'll give him time to uh, to catch up on that or it's just a tip of a site or a feature or a um uh, integration point or something that that we've all used um that we can advise our listeners to to get hold of or try out so Darren do you want to lead the way what's your tip for this week um, yeah so my tip is is we've had a quicker oriented podcast it's about quicker domino performance tuning there's a link in the show notes to the developer works article on, on, on performance tuning e quicker servers this this can make a radical difference to the speed and no one does it because no one reads the manuals so you don't know all these <laughs> sentences are there so there's going to be a link in the show notes and, and then quickly secondarily because internal quicker servers are licensed per user you can set up quicker domino clusters and have quicker dispersed across a cluster for high availability for no money provided you have an IP sprayer excellent good tips okay and Keith how about you what's your tip well, since it is a quicker twill, I figured I would uh, remind people I did post it's about six months ago, almost a year ago, about things that weren't in that weren't in the box when you get quicker. Um, things like the Panda Bear um, templates for Domino and J2E versions. Uh, that link will be posted, I guess, after the show is done. And also, don't forget the iNotes redirector, which did get slightly tweaked for 852, is your friend, and you should really let everybody enjoy it and not just use it as a, as a rather um, blank page. A number of people ping me about that almost daily, asking how do we put our logo in, how do we make it more useful. So there are some postings on that as well. Okay, tremendous. We'll make sure those links go in the show notes. Um, I, I love the DWA redirect or iNotes redirect. It's, it's really good. Um, I haven't done too much extension with it, so that's something I'll be reading up on after this podcast. Thanks for the tip, Keith. And Rob, what's your tip? Well, I get to go philosophical and managerial on you this time because uh, last time I gave you a notes any entry. So hopefully you give me a little <laughs> bit of leeway. I do indeed. Um, all right. So when you're considering quicker as a new acquisition or as an upgrade or even staying on your current version for a while, just remember that IBM sells quicker as a finished product. But there's so much more potential there for the return on your investment. Um, consider your audience, your customers, or your internal customers, and what their daily work interactions and activities are. 
and where some sort of a self-service and workflow-enable integrated solution to everyday sharing and process needs could help. And then get out there, read the blogs, follow the tweets, read the wikis. Um, don't read the wikis uh, fr start to finish because there's a little bit of, uh, uh, you know, there's some old stuff in there and there's some uh, definitely some difficulty discerning between the two different versions of Quicker if you're just reading the wikis. But, um, you know, look for the blogs and tweets that point to the important articles and reach out to IBM and the partners and ask these hard questions about what's possible with Quicker, not just what it does when you buy it. There's so much more in that box than most companies have ever uh, envisioned. And, and for my UK customers, I'll say envisaged, um, that <laughs> I encourage any company who's about to or is going to continue to use uh, what falls under what IBM calls advanced collaboration, and that's what Quicker is, to get uh, inquisitive about just how advanced it can be to help their company innovate and grow. So that's my philosophical and managerial discussion on, on Quicker. Very good advice too. And moving on to Dave, what's, what's your tip for this week? Have you managed to think of one? Um, I have, and I can't quite match Rob's uh, philosophical bent, but I'll go back to the uh, money-saving avenue uh, that both uh, Keith and Darren talked about. Um, for customers that have a lot of content um, or that have some sophisticated needs around their content, like a content-centric process application, uh, or if you're an existing ECM customer that's only deployed ECM seats to some users in your user population, um, one of the things that, that IBM has offered that hasn't gotten a lot of airplay so far um, are ECM Collaboration Edition bundles. Uh, and they include a full-use license of Lotus Quicker and a limited-use license of either FileNet P8 or IBM C8. Uh, at a very attractive price point. Um, this allows you to roll out quicker plus access to an ECM system to everybody in your organization really pretty affordably. And that limited use license only restricts those users from doing kind of admin type things, from uh, defining retention policies or creating uh, workflow processes. So you can't create those things, but you can participate in them. Uh, so if you have you know, uh, elaborate workflow needs that, that can't be met by Quicker, um, this gives you a way of rolling out a, a true you know, world-class, scalable, um, very advanced feature ECM solution to handle those needs at a really attractive price point. Okay, excellent. I think that's a really good tip. We'll, we'll link to that product um, on the IBM site from the show notes again so you can check that out. So that's terrific. Thank you, David. And my tip for this week was two, actually. One one is a little bit of a plug, which is for um, quickerblog.com. If you're interested in more information about Quicker, that's a, one of the many blogs on Quicker, but, but my one that you can go check out some good tips and information on there. The second one's a little bit of a softer tip, which is that Lotusphere is around the corner. And uh, whilst that may seem a bit bizarre, given we're oh, approximately six months away um probably five months actually it's serious tip is that start thinking about your abstracts now we had gab on last week or the week before talking about how to construct an abstract but if you are thinking about it start thinking about what you're going to put in your abstract now um secondly if you just think about attending do start to put together your business case uh, it can be quite difficult to write uh, down your reasons why you uh, should be at Lotusphere, particularly in a, a t bad time for the economy with travel being expensive and so on uh, there's some good things out on the internet there's a very good post by warren Aylesmore that went through his business case when he was employed by a partner as to why he should go to Lotusphere. Um, and secondly you can also um begin to book for Lotusphere, even though the Lotusphere site isn't open yet yet you can book for the hotels direct um, and quite often for some very very good rates um, say if you've got um, AAA membership um, you can book direct with the, with Disney and get those uh, those hotels cheaper than you can through IBM a bit later on so well worth um, checking that out now if you're and, in a position and, to be able to book and Darren go for and, it and two things Stuart one is I think Lotusphere has changed its dates this year so be very wary when you book the hotel <laughs> um, I think we're into February aren't we in 2011 yeah I think yeah, I think it's a week later. And then secondarily, when Stuart said AA, that's the American equivalent of AAA, not Alcoholics Anonymous. So <laughs> you, you will still get the hotel if you're in AAA and not necessarily if you drink a lot of alcohol and need to do a 12-step program. They do have special rooms at Lotusphere, though, for those AA meetings. Uh, usually it starts around Wednesday, um, but uh, once in a while, Monday night after the party. I, I, th I thought you became a member of AA after going to Lotusphere, not prior to going to Lotusphere. 
They just let you in automatically. <laughs> My name is Rob, and I go to Lotosphere. <laughs> so we need to say, we need to say, right, There's a man who sponsors beer breaks. <laughs> Thank you so much to everybody who's taken part in this episode. We we lost Tom a little bit earlier on. He had to shoot off to Meow. So many thanks to Tom um, for for joining. We'll have links to his organisation in the show notes. Um, if you remember, he's Vice President of Paraclete Financial. Um, so terrific organisation to, to look up if you need uh, assistance in that area. Um, and let's go around the table one more time. Just ask people how to, to get hold of you if um, if uh, people want to follow up on this on this podcast. So David, how do people find you? Uh, the easy way to get hold of me is via email. Uh, you can simply drop an email to dkajmo, D-K-A-J-M-O, at us.ibm.com. I'm also on the same time. Terrific. Thank you. And thanks again for taking time out, particularly this very early uh, time of the day. And, Rob, how about you? How do people find you? You can find me on Greenhouse Same Time. You can find me on uh, Skype at Rob Novak. You can find me on Facebook at Rob Novak. My blog, lotusrockstar.com, uh, Twitter at lotusrockstar.com, and collabu. Collab so uh, I think that covers most of the social <laughs> networks. That should do it. I I'm think. on LinkedIn, but I only checked in them once every month or so. Okay, we'll, we'll allow you off that one, given how many other accounts you have on the go. And, um, and Keith, how do people find you? Uh, you can find me from my blog. You can go to Planet Lotus and, and find it. It's probably the easiest way. Uh, you can email me, you can go to the website, and on Twitter and most things, you can find me as Lotus Evangelist. I'm also on the Greenhouse, uh, also under Keith Brooks. Um, and for those who want it, there will be a packed publishing book on Quicker 8.5 that I'm in the middle of writing on with a couple IBMers. We're expecting it to be available by Lotus here. Wonderful. Okay, packed to doing some good work in, in this area with the same time book coming out soon we discussed a couple of weeks ago. There's also one on yep. notes as well I blogged about last week. So it's terrific. Mm-hmm. We've got a, a quicker one joining the uh, the stable. So so wonderful. And Darren, how do people find you? Um, LinkedIn's Jump to Shark. So uh, on Twitter, Darren Duke, all one word. And the blog is blog.darrenduke.net. Okay, wonderful. And lastly, I'm Stuart McIntyre of Collaboration Matters. You can find me on most of the uh, social networking sites as Stuart McIntyre, or one word, or via my company at collaborationmatters.com. So once again, I thank you all for taking part. Hopefully you've uh, enjoyed downloading and listening to this podcast. We, we really appreciate any feedback you can offer via the, the website or Facebook as well. There's a, um, a page on Facebook for, for This Week in Lotus. So many thanks for listening, and until next week, take care. Bye. All opinions expressed during this podcast are those of the participants only and do not necessarily represent those of their employer.